Do you feel okay when you're single, but the moment you're in a relationship, you just totally lose yourself, your boundaries whoosh out the window, and you feel so triggered and anxious all the time? You are not broken, it's just an attachment thing, and I see this all the time, especially in high achievers that I work with who have this independent personality that's actually kind of getting in the way. But in this episode, I'm going to share the top three reasons why you are losing yourself in relationships, but might otherwise feel confident on your own right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. Welcome, welcome. You all have a seat here. My name is Gloria Zhang. I am a therapist slash coach, and I'm the host of this podcast. I am pleased to let you know that I'm all settled into my new home. I'm staring at the window. I get a great view of the CN Tower from where I am. And I am just so glad that that entire move is done. Now, since my relationship program for high achievers is starting soon, I thought I'd share with you some tips on a very common thing that clients usually come to me for. And it's that some people feel like a completely different person when they're in a relationship versus when they're not in a relationship. So in their regular day-to-day life as a single person, they might feel super confident. They might be crushing it in their business or at their job and otherwise feel really good about themselves. But the moment they enter into an intimate relationship, suddenly all of these insecurities just seem to come out of nowhere. They lose themselves in relationships. They start becoming this caretaker. They get into this codependent dynamic between them and their partner. They stop doing all the things that they used to do when they were single. And they otherwise just feel incredibly activated and triggered no matter what relationship they are in. And I first want to say that I see this all the time, and I used to feel like this too, and there is nothing wrong with you. All right, please hear me out on this one. You're not broken. There is a reason for why you're feeling this way, and please don't beat yourself up over this. There are three main reasons why this might be happening to you, and I'm going to share with you what these points are and give you a little call to action of something to reflect on at the end of this episode. So one of my former coaching clients that I saw one-to-one for a while was a very successful entrepreneur who owned a chain store. She was incredibly intelligent, had a very successful business and career, and prided herself on being this independent person who made it on her own. But when she was dating someone, she felt like she was not herself at all. She would bend over backwards to please this person, She would feel so terrified of this person abandoning her, and so she would lose focus at work. She wouldn't be able to think straight. All she could think about was, was this person angry at me? Are they upset? And what we helped her discover is that there was an old, familiar dynamic that was being played out here. Growing up, she basically had to take care of her parents for a number of things, and she didn't really get a chance to be a child. 
right? She was someone who grew up at a very young age, became that high achieving, independent person. And in her family, she was always the go-to person, right? The person who was responsible and would take care of things and make sure everyone else was okay. And when she was in a relationship with a partner, it would trigger that very same identity, right? That caretaker identity. And that is reason number one of why you might lose yourself in relationships. It's because you don't know how to not be the giver. And that was the case with my client here. She didn't know how to receive. She knew how to be the lover, but she didn't know how to be the love Now, deep down inside, she had a little girl inside of her that just wanted to be nurtured and taken care of and loved and held. That is what she deeply desired within her inner child because she didn't get that from her parents growing up, right? And even though she so deeply desired that in her most inner layers, she didn't allow herself to receive things because it conflicted with her adult personality, It conflicted with her identity of being the giver, of being the hustler, of being the responsible one. She didn't know what it was like to be on the receiving end. And so she would automatically switch into this role. And it was very uncomfortable for her to receive gifts from her partner. It was really uncomfortable for them to offer help because she could probably do it better. And it was really, really uncomfortable for her to receive compliments and to really receive love. And of course, when we did the inner child work, she was able to allow herself to be more than just one type of person, right? That she didn't have to be the giver all the time, but that there were moments where she could allow her inner child to come out in the relationship where she could be playful. She could receive. She could let go of that control and allow her partner to step up to the plate, which is deep down what she really desired all along. Now, at that time, she also discovered that because she had this conflict within her, she was also attracting people that needed to be taken care of, right? Because they needed her to take care of them, it allowed her to be that caretaking role, was ultimately what she realized was not the type of partner that she really wanted to be with. And I'm proud to say that she is now in a very happy relationship, that she gets to choose the parts of her that can come out. At work, she can be that confident adult, responsible, caretaking, decision-making side of her. And in her relationship, she can also be her little girl. She can be playful and receiving and fun and spontaneous, and balance it all together because we are all complex human beings and nobody is one dimensional and is only one thing. And so that brings me to reason number two of why you lose yourself in relationships. Remember how I was talking about my client and how she identified as this independent person? Now, there's nothing wrong with being independent. Of course, as adults, we have to be responsible for ourselves. But sometimes, Being overly attached to being independent is actually a mask that you wear, right? Because underneath that independence, you might also be very insecure. You might have vulnerabilities. You might have these other parts of you that you feel like are inappropriate or that you think are unacceptable and you don't want other people to see that part of you. And the reason you are losing yourself in relationships 
is that when you're dating someone, you can't hide who you are, right? You can only wear a mask for so long. And if you are not okay with yourself, if you don't accept all the parts of you, then you feel like you are exposing your vulnerabilities to this person that you're dating. And that can bring on a whole lot of shame. Shame being around this idea that if you don't accept all these parts of you, you might automatically assume that other people can't accept that about you as well. And then you might lose yourself in the relationship to try to keep up this appearance of yourself. You might feel like you need to overcompensate for all these other qualities by trying to please your partner or bend over backwards or do things that you might otherwise not do. And I think it's really important to remind ourselves that nobody is perfect. Everybody has multiple aspects of who we are as people. Everybody has vulnerabilities and flaws. And if you're only keeping up this appearance of I'm single, I don't need nobody, all men or all women are pigs, etc., etc., then maybe that's not what you really feel about it. You know, as a high-achieving person myself, I do want to say that it's okay to be independent and also want a relationship. It's not an either-or. Now, this brings me to my last point, which is the most important. I want to clear the air first. So some people have said things like, the reason you lose yourself in relationships is because you don't love yourself and you're betraying yourself. And personally, that doesn't really sit well with me. It feels very judgmental and not very compassionate and not considering the full picture of what's going on. Because my number one reason of why you lose yourself in relationship is not necessarily because you're lazy and you're, you're not keeping up with your self-care and you don't love yourself, but it's that you are having a trauma response, my dear. Being in a relationship might feel like danger to you. It might be activating these unresolved core wounds of abandonment or trust or neglect or guilt, you know, all the four ones that you heard on the first episode. And I've said this before, but when these wounds are activated, it can very easily activate people-pleasing behavior because it's freaking traumatic. Your body is scared. You are scared that the same thing is going to happen to you again. And your body moves into action to try to protect this relationship at all cost, even if it means bending over backwards, even if it means foregoing your boundaries. It's not you trying to hurt yourself. And it's not even necessarily that you don't love yourself. But it's also about giving grace to your body and recognizing that your body is trying its best to survive in the situation. And it's doing what it knows best to keep you alive. <laughs> and at this very moment, it thinks that this relationship is what you need to keep alive. It's a reflex that takes some time to intentionally change and it's not going to be easy and, and quickly overnight. For example, if you've bitten for example, if you've been bitten by an animal, your body might naturally react when you see it. And it can take some time to overcome that fear because it's so instinctual and it really is your body's way of trying to protect you. So I really hope that this perspective shift helps. The last thing that we want to do is continue feeding into that cycle of self-blame and blaming ourselves for not reacting differently and blaming ourselves for not sticking to our boundaries. 
not realizing that what you really need to do is stop and give your body a break and thank your body for trying its best and using a more kinder and compassionate way of changing these responses to relationships. You can definitely learn to become more secure, just as I have, all right? I was a disorganized attachment myself, and even the research shows that people can change their attachment styles over time, but it's not something that happens overnight, right? It's something that we learn over time as we build trust with ourselves, as we develop a better relationship with ourselves, And when you have a better relationship with you, the kinds of relationships that you seek out in other people will also start to reflect that same relationship that you have with yourself. And that's how you learn and you change things over time. And so my call to action takeaway for you is that if you are currently finding that you are losing yourself in your relationships, you feel very, very dysregulated, all out of sorts, or you can't stop crying, First is to recognize that you are having a response to this, right? This is a survival response. It literally can feel like life or death. And the first thing to always do is to consciously take back your power and realize that you can be nice to yourself through this process. To take the approach of being kind to yourself and not beating yourself up over what has happened, right? What's done is done and there's a reason for it. And you can think back on these three reasons of why you lose yourself in relationships and find the one or two that seems to resonate with you the most. My second tip for you is that I don't recommend trying to force yourself into self-care or forcing yourself into doing the exact same things that you used to do when you were single. And that's because if you're honestly feeling really dysregulated, then forcing yourself to go on like a five kilometer run is actually taking you away from paying attention to what you really need, right? If you're feeling dysregulated, then it means that you need to feel safe inside your own body and you don't feel that right now. And no wonder you don't feel like doing the same things as before is if you don't feel safe inside your own body, how can you go out into the world and feel safe, right? And so instead of trying to get back to quote unquote normal, which of course normal depends on context. And right now, if you are dysregulated, it's not normal for you to want to do the same things as if you were regulated. So get back to doing things that make you feel safe on the inside. And that could be sensory wise, just covering yourself up in a blanket, rocking yourself back and forth, tapping yourself back and forth and soothing yourself. I recommend listening to episode nine, which is all about how to deal with big feelings. And of course, in my programs, I always teach people exactly how to cry and how to structure a effective crying day so that you can actually move through and process all of these feelings instead of holding on to them and sitting in the stew of all of these big, uncomfortable feelings. And once again, I am proud of you for making it through this episode, being willing to hear information that might be able to help you, and being willing to show up for yourself and challenge thoughts and ideas that you might have so that you can become the person that you want to be. I'm proud of you, and it doesn't matter if nobody else is. As long as you are proud of you, that's what really matters. If you found this episode helpful, please take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at ByGloriaZang. 
And I love and appreciate you for listening and being here today. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, call to action number three is optional. If you are a high achiever or entrepreneur, someone who feels really successful in their career, but you're just not having a good time in your relationships due to these things that I've talked about, maybe you would like to join the program. And if that's the case, feel free to reach out to me. You can book a call to get some more information and get the ball rolling. Feel free to email hello at bygloriazang.com with the words high achiever and either myself or someone from the team will get back to you or you can just dm me on instagram with the words high achiever if you love this episode please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review it really helps me a lot so thank you To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!